0: Well, hello there my friend. Welcome back to the Purpose Map podcast. This is Casey Berglund your host. And I have a very special episode for you today, the post retreat post ayahuasca ceremony episode. This is actually the audio from an Instagram live that I recently did sharing ayahuasca insights and about the great wisdom that I received that I think is perhaps for you as well to help us both deepen into our experiences in our bodies here on this planet. So I'm excited for you to listen in. I also share in this episode that the doors for the Let Your Body Lead facilitator training are officially open. They are open till March 31st. This is the deep nine-month transformational program to help you truly live your integrated self, express your next-level purpose, create epic results for your life-giving clients, and create a core transformational offer that you can confidently sell, whether you are in your own business or in a corporate job. And it is my intention to really show you how to do this without burning out or neglecting your body's wisdom. So I will be sharing a little bit more throughout this episode about the Let Your Body Lead Facilitator training, but wanted to mention here that the doors are officially open. Check The link in the show notes. You can find everything you need to know at letyourbodylead.com forward slash L Y B L dash training. Okay, we're going to jump right into the episode. I hope that you enjoy. Hello, hello, Worthy and Well community. Thank you for being here. I'm going to share a little bit of Costa Rican context and more about the week long retreat I just had here that involved the sacred medicine ayahuasca. And specifically, I want to share some insights that came through those journeys with those incredible people and how that applies to the work that we do here at Worthy and Well, especially around embodiment and so much more. And in this live today, I am also going to open up the doors at the top of the hour the doors are going to be open for the let your body lead facilitator training which I'm so delighted for and uh, honored to guide and lead especially with the wisdom that has been dropping in left right and center while being here in Costa Rica so I can't wait to get into all of this with you and as you're hopping on here Tim's here Karen's here Carla's here oh my gosh it's so good to see you Sandy sustainability um thank you for being here i love engaging with you so um message in the comments where you're tuning in from and maybe what you're excited to hear about and as we go through this live video i also welcome any questions or comments or celebrations Um, it's been a little while since i've done a live video months maybe even years and you know what's changed since then well standards are tight so uh we don't tolerate any uh you know abuse any unkind words any of that bogus like those of you who are in this community who are attracted to this work um I know that you're here to support me to support each other to build this beautiful expansive community together. So all of that. I am loving seeing that you're coming in from oh, Ghana and Calgary, a few Calgarians here. It's so nice to see your names and your little pictures because I've been away for quite some time. So seeing folks from Hometown Calgary is always lovely, and I am planning on coming home. I will be home later this month, so you will see me soon. Um, So getting some curiosities popping in, curiosities about this medicine, about ayahuasca, curiosities about the wisdom from my journey. And I will share, of course. I also will honour the parts that I want to keep sacred for myself. You know, these experiences, any experience, whether they're with a medicine of any sort or a meditative experience or just a you know personal relational experience anything that's meaningful and heart centered and life changing i think it's important to honor the parts of that that are meant to be held inside the heart and not shared with others and so i am happy to share the parts that i think are uplifting and maybe will expand you as well and be of service to you because I believe that these sacred medicines like ayahuasca, like other medicines, psilocybin, when used in facilitated sacred ways, um, there's many of these medicines that are here, I genuinely believe, as benevolent essences that are here to create more love in the world. And those of you who know me know that my deeper mission and the purpose behind everything I do here at Worthy and Well is to create more love in the world. We are in a time where there's still so much division, separation, polarization, us versus them mentality. And um, if we wanna build a different world together, we need to find spaces to elevate our consciousness, to create more unity, more connection, more love. And so tools like medicines, sacred medicines, indigenous medicines, psychedelic medicines, I believe are powerful, Um, resources that can be used to support healing and embodiment and more love in the world hi courtney hi ev oh my gosh i love you all thank you for being here so we're four minutes in and we've got a few people joining us so maybe it's time to dig in and again if you're just joining live please feel free to comment and ask questions and you know, share any insights that pop for you, I find whenever we bring people together in a container, be it an Instagram live like this, be it a group coaching call, like, you know, we just wrapped up our next level success 30 day intensive, be it what we're about to embark in with the let your body lead facilitator training, whenever there is a collective container, where, um, different people's energy are coming into a space we are always co-creating it together so this live isn't just about me it's about each of you here and thank you for bringing your energy and your light and your questions and your comments are you ready give me a heart if you are ready selena says can we take a big deep breath together absolutely we will definitely ground in together and then we'll roll but I don't even know. Can you give hearts anymore? Oh yeah, there's some hearts. There's some emojis. Let's see those come in and then we'll take a deep breath together and we'll get rolling. All right. Thanks for the hearts. Here we go. All right, everyone. I'm actually just going to invite you if you're in a space where you can be present. um, And even if you're Driving or doing the dishes, you know, you can certainly do a nice deep breath with us while you do that. But if you're in a place where you can be present, I invite you to take it a a little step further and maybe even like close your eyes and take a moment to just sense into your body what's happening here for you. Like I'm noticing that my energy is up in my throat as I'm using my voice, and I'm excited to ground in with you. So just take a moment to tune in and notice how you're feeling in your body. And we're gonna take three deep breaths together. So here we go, deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. Ooh, that feels good. Two more times. Feel free to make a sound on your exhale. That physiological sigh is so beneficial, so healing. Breath in. And let it go. And just notice how that feels. One more time, here we go. Inhale, and exhale. And if your eyes are closed, you can open them now. So most of you here joining this live know that I have been in Costa Rica for a few weeks now. Mm, How many, five, six? Um, And I have a few weeks left and this has been a journey that my body has guided me toward and uh, also supported by some empathetic witnesses along the way. (laughs) What I mean by that is what actually sparked my decision to come to Costa Rica was walking into my local gym in minus 30 degrees Celsius weather and shivering into the space. And the owner of the gym, Nick from Sweat City, she looked at me and she was like, Casey, isn't your business online? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, Why are you here? And I kind of had this moment of like, Hmm, good question. She was like, Why aren't you in like Bali or Costa Rica or somewhere warm and receiving some sun? And in that moment, Nick, as my empathetic witness, planted this little seed in me that grew over the holiday season and led to me booking flights early in January to come here. And so my intention in arriving here and a little bit of context um, leading up to, you know, more of what I'll share in this live, my intention for being here was to be surrounded by nature and to receive some sunshine and to create some epic shit. It feels like a moment in my life where it's time to expand and create and serve in a bigger, more meaningful way to get into the world, more of my work, to relaunch the Let Your Body Lead facilitator training, for example, and to create some amazing free resources like our embodiment for your next level of success and you know, some podcast episodes on the purpose map. And so my intention in being in Costa Rica is to like indulge my adventurous spirit and let my body lead me to the jungle to be supported by the regulation of nature, the way in which that helps me feel calm in my nervous system and to create and be inspired by the environment around me. So that's what brought me here in the first place. And for the first month of being here, I have just been waking up full of gratitude, full of light, full of this experience of being so thankful for being alive, being so thankful for being in a body, so thankful for creating a life where I have the autonomy and independence to travel. And thank you, Selena, for saying your adventurous spirit is inspiring. It is my hope, and I hope that you you each receive this, like when you are yourself, when you are um, authentically you, making choices that are led by your soul, your heart, your spirit, Inherently, you are inspiring to others. So I'm doing this for me and also to hopefully expand some of you into what's possible if doing something like traveling or living elsewhere, working from elsewhere, starting a business has been in the back of your mind somewhere, not yet executed upon. And so being here in Costa Rica has been um, an opportunity for me to align with the intention I set to feel calm and relaxed in my body and to create. So I have been working while I've been here. I've been seeing clients. I've been preparing for the Let Your Body Lead Facilitator training, which the doors are opening in like 20 minutes. So we'll be ready for that and um, just creating some amazing free resources for you every time that i do something like this so for example every time i've gone to an ashram in india every time i you know the the first time i traveled to indonesia and was in a silent retreat every time i've received some deep downloads some bits of wisdom some insight about my path and myself and my service to the world so that has been true here and uh couple of weeks ago, you know, a few weeks into my trip, I was starting to feel some tenderness arise in my heart space. I was starting to feel um, a bit isolated. You know, I'm in this like beautiful nature. I certainly have a few people around. I've got my gunkles that live below um, Glenn and Gustavo, my gay uncles from California who take really good care of me. And they're not my girlfriends they're not my peers they're not um they're not i've been missing my people and so a couple of weeks ago i was starting to feel this tenderness in my heart this sense of isolation lack of connection this desire for humans and um Also, these experiences within my own body that I couldn't quite make full sense of in my mind at the moment. Meaning sometimes we just feel a tenderness at the backs of the eyes, like a desire to cry or a feeling of rawness in the heart. And if there's one thing I've learned through the pathway of embodiment, it's that We don't always need to make up stories about what that means. It's okay to just be with the sensation, the tenderness, the rawness. You know, in my TED talk, I I use the line, don't fix it, just feel it. There's nothing to do about it, just sense it and notice it. So maybe you know what I'm talking about there. Do you ever feel like your body is communicating with you, but you're not quite sure yet exactly what the message is? And hopefully you choose to just be present with that sensation and honor yourself in it. So Selena says, feel it. Yeah, exactly. So I was feeling this tenderness and... Um, Maybe you've also experienced either through travel or being in these like really expansive moments in your life, the synchronicities that can unfold where it feels like there's just like magical coincidences that happen where one thing leads to another thing which leads to another thing. You know, many people have that story about how they met their life partner and it seems almost magical or how they landed in a certain space or in a certain training and it's almost serendipitous. So for me, I've been having those experiences this whole time I've been in Costa Rica And as I started to feel this rawness or tenderness in my heart space and this sensation at the backs of my eyes, I started to feel like I wanted to call in a space where I could fill my own tank. Because I have, although I've been in this beautiful place, I've also been serving others quite intensely through running my business from here. So I was feeling like I needed a space to tune into myself and maybe take myself on a bit of a transformational journey. And right at the perfect moment, one of the co-authors for our book that's coming out in April, uh, Julie Bolak, she sent me a message and she said like, have you heard of this place? It's in Costa Rica. And I looked and gosh, five days later, a retreat called Embody Wholeness was starting. And it felt absolutely synchronistic. I felt that intuitive nudge in my system that like, ah, of course, this is it. And I knew that there would be some sacred ceremonies as part of that retreat. And also wasn't totally sure exactly if and what uh, medicines would be used, what plant medicines. Prior to coming to Costa Rica, I had this open intention that if ayahuasca found me, I would be open to receiving it, her. And I didn't go searching, but this opportunity found me right when I needed it to retreat and also to experience the medicine of ayahuasca. I'm not an expert at all on plant medicines. In fact, um, Often, I don't do a lot of study or research prior to engaging in experiences with plant medicines. I let my body lead, and I trust my intuition, and it has not yet failed me. So I'm not an expert, but what I will say is this is a medicine that comes from uh, vines, plants. It's something that you drink, and it offers up an altered state of consciousness and an experience. when I hear of others' experiences with ayahuasca, and when I reflect on my own, this was my first time, it is very common to hear that uh, it is a medicine that is wild. It's a medicine of the jungle. It is a medicine that is unpredictable. It can take you to various spaces dark places, light places, playful places, all kinds of places, visions, thoughts, feelings, etc. There's a question in the chat, did you get sick? Part of the medicine of ayahuasca is in, um, it can be a cleansing medicine, which means that it can create a purging effect like uh, vomiting, purging through going to the bathroom. And that is part of the transformation. Others have shared that when that happens in ceremony, so I didn't experience purging in those ways in ceremony, so I can't speak to that. But others have shared that when it happens, there's like a very, uh, there's often a message in it, there's a clear experience in it. So although I didn't experience that within the ceremony, I'm giving you some truth, truth. I have experienced a lot of purging as a pathway for um, altered experiences without any medicine in my system. So for example, vomiting has been part of uh, my healing journey for healing certain traumas uh, without any medicine, without any anything in my system. So I know what that feels like. I know what that feels like to feel like, ooh, this isn't food poisoning and this isn't like some sort of practical sickness. This is an energetic or some other sort of um, experience. And given what we know about how the mind, body, soul, spirit is all one, even though our Western society, we like to compartmentalize things and make like cause and effect uh, statements, we're whole beings. there's a reason why our book coming out is called the mind body way. It's because mind body is one. It's not mind and body. It's mind body. It's one. So mind, body, spirit, energy. Therefore, when experiences happen like purging, um, who knows, it could be an experience that is connected to a spiritual experience or an energetic experience, not just a physical result of, um, you know, being sick. So, hmm. So, I said yes. I said yes to this retreat. I said yes to meeting new people. I said yes to having my heart held. I said yes to connection. I said yes to being open to meeting the unknown. I said yes to experiencing my fear I said yes to trusting my body through it all. Um, So, if you're just joining, we are speaking about ayahuasca insights. And, you know, specifically, what I'm going to get into is how those insights align with the work that we do here at Worthy and Well, and uh, specifically around embodiment and the other tools that are part of helping you to be in a self-discovery process to experience your next level of success whatever that means for you whether that's a sense of inner fulfillment whether that's a sense of peace within yourself whether that is sharing your gifts with the world in bigger ways and making more money your next level of success um, comes from you being in a relationship with yourself so that's what we're talking about today Okay, so specifically what I want to share with you are my experiences with the medicine and specifically my final experience, a message that came through in my final experience that has deeply inspired me, even speaking about it it brings me to tears. And that has and will continue to change me forever and change the work that we do here. And you might be surprised that uh, I'm not coming in saying that we're like changing all our programs around, you know, that's not happening. Actually, things are very aligned. (laughs) Um, There's just sometimes a deeper transformational change that is part of like deepening the heartfelt why behind the work, and that's been more my case. So here's what I'd like to share. I sat three times with ayahuasca. Something I didn't know until I was in this retreat is it's uh, the medicine is often referred to as a her, a feminine essence, uh, the grandmother, the queen of the jungle, the goddess. She has a divine feminine essence to her. And if you're in spiritual spaces and you've maybe heard that term before, um, and if you're not, no problem. You're welcome here. Um The divine feminine is an energy that is wild and unpredictable. And it feels good to say that, you know, and just seeing we have mostly women here on this live chat, mostly women in the Worthy and Well community. It's not totally the case. I love working with men. Um, And it reminds me, ayahuasca reminds me how we have been tamed And how we are inherently wild and wonderful. Think about it, my friends. We give birth. We create life. I haven't given birth, obviously, before to a child. I hope to at some point in my life. Um, Some of you here have. I can only imagine that that is a wild experience, that that is not rainbows and butterflies. It could take you to dark moments. Most women that I've had the honor of having deep conversations about the birth experience have told me that it is uh, unlike anything else, that there are no words to describe that experience. And so I guess I'm bringing in this reference because like our natural feminine energy isn't like having like perfect uh, makeup on and like being tamed and quiet and people-pleasing and conditioned. You know, our true nature as women in our feminine essence is wild. We don't always make sense, you know? Prior to this retreat, when I was feeling these sensations in my body, it was like sometimes I just needed to move and like swing my hips and then like nap and then cry. And I couldn't make sense of it in my mind in the moment, but my body knew what she was doing. So I learned just recently that ayahuasca is considered a grandmother medicine, a wise and benevolent medicine, benevolent meaning connected to love versus malevolent, which is connected to like evil, whatever that means so i went in with a lot of trust i went in especially having on my embodiment journey and on my journey of self-discovery using all the tools in my toolbox coaching tools yogic wisdom meditation embodiment science around polyvagal theory and nervous system regulation working with coaches and breath workers and healers and guides and mentors on my journey without medicine i have learned that I can handle a lot. I can handle discomfort in my body. I can handle because I've been to dark places. I can handle my emotions and my experiences. I can handle big love and I can handle big pain. And if you're a client of mine and you've been in my spaces before, I can handle you You know, your tears aren't too much. Your emotions aren't too much. Your dreams aren't too much. Your visions aren't too much. Your wild true nature is not too much. However you want to express yourself is not too much. Your sexuality is not too much. It's not too much. And I can hold space for it because I've held space for it in myself through using the tools that I teach to other people without medicine. And so going into this these ceremonies with ayahuasca, I felt a trust in myself and my body's wisdom that I could handle what she offered to me. And I'll also say I have used other sacred plant medicines on my healing journey, many of them. And I want to start owning this because they are benevolent medicines to support healing. And sometimes we can't access those deep patterns and that deep unconscious, subconscious programming with consciousness alone. Sometimes we can, you know, we can access a lot through embodiment, but sometimes it helps to have these sacred medicines support our journeys. So I trusted myself going into this. And when I first sat in the first ceremony, the first of three ceremonies, I felt ready I felt relaxed, I felt soft in my body, I felt um, connected to the people in the group, really badass people in that group. I felt held by the space, I felt held by nature, I felt trusting. And I was the first to go up and drink the first cup. And I felt ready and not at the same time. And I sat. So again, it's a wild medicine. So different people are impacted in different ways. I didn't feel anything for quite some time. And then I just felt really connected to my breath and I felt really connected to my body. And I felt like I was in a meditation. I felt very sober. I felt very myself. And in part because of that, I also drank another cup in that first ceremony. And still I felt very connected to myself. I felt very sober. I felt very uh, present and loving. And in that first ceremony, like later on, I actually started to notice these judgments pop up about the group, about the space, about the facilitator. I was like, wait, did they test this medicine? It's not working. I don't feel anything. What's going on? You know, and my mind started to like kick up some dust which I just watched, but it agitated me. And I checked in with my intuition and I was like, am I in the medicine? Like, is this part of it? And my intuition said, oh yes, you're in it. This is it. Watch your judgments. And so I did. And that lasted for five hours, just me being me in my experience. Um, after the ceremony ended, we ate at about midnight. And eating triggered more of an experience and led to me asking for support. And for me, that too was the medicine. Having a couple sisters in the space sit with me, hold my hand, asking one to like cuddle up into my side. I wanted to be supported. And who was I to say how that support would come? That's how it came. And on that first night, it felt like I received, in many ways, what that journey to getting to the retreat, what I was wanting. I was feeling isolated and disconnected. And then suddenly, I had these sisters holding space for me and loving up on me. And that was a gift. And then that was it. Um, Of course, we had other experiences that weren't just in the medicine, but I want to Um, specifically speak to those moments in the medicine in this live. So that was the first sit, the first ceremony. In the second ceremony, because the first one was so tame, I was kind of like, I'm definitely going to the lower world. I'm going to the dark side. (laughs) Something's going to happen here. My ancestors have a gift and it requires me to wade through deep waters. Um, Expectation. It's always wise to just let go of expectation and be open. In that second ceremony, I took my first cup and I sat. And similar to the first ceremony, the night before, I felt myself, I felt present. I was sitting cross legged eyes closed, and I just felt complete presence. I felt like I was in my meditation practice. I felt like I was embodying love. Thank you, Selena, for my time reminders. I felt like I was embodying love. I felt like I was in my true nature. It was like, I don't think I feel the medicine again. I'm just being myself. And then I did that same sort of little intuitive check-in, like, am I in this? (laughs) And my intuition was like, oh, yes, you're in it. This is the wisdom that's here for you. And the message that came through over and over again was you are the medicine, you know? And sort of this feeling inside of myself that like, I have done a lot of work. I've healed a lot of trauma. I have moved through a lot of shit. And I think this might be for you. (laughs) If you're here, I feel like this message might be for you. There comes a point where you get to expand beyond healing all the time. You know, in my TEDx talk, I talk about how my teacher in India shared that your true nature is expansion. You know, the journey of TEDx brought me into experiencing like the contraction and how to be with contraction. But that truth, your true nature is expansion. That is the truth. And so at some point, if you're here, you're a smart, ambitious, spiritually curious person who cares about growth. You care about self-discovery. You care about spirituality or you wouldn't be tuning into this live video about ayahuasca and my experience. You wouldn't be part of the Worthy Wall community. So if you're here, you're on a healing path. Don't let the healing path create more suffering for you. There comes a point where you get to move beyond healing and be your true nature, which is joy, expansion, love, bliss, playfulness, a childlike awe and wonder for the world. So in that second ceremony with ayahuasca, I sat feeling completely sober in a meditation practice, sensing the love in my heart for five hours, hearing the words, you are the medicine. We don't need plant medicines to be love and to bring love to people and to create healing spaces for others. You, as you are doing your personal work with the gifts that you have, are a presence that could heal others. You being who you are is your purpose and can guide others into being their true nature. That was the message for me of my second ceremony. Of course, I'm not sharing all the details, but that was the core message. And then it ended and I had a nice little evening soup and some bread, Um, skipped the butter the second night because we had this little suspicion that the butter was part of (laughs) reactivating the medicine. Um, And I had a beautiful sleep. And the next day I just felt that peaceful, healing presence. We hiked to a cave and slept under a waterfall. That's for another live video. Very, very beautiful. How are you doing over there? I've been talking, talking. Are you ready to hear about the third experience with Grandmother Ayahuasca and the wisdom that came through around it? How are you feeling? What questions do you have? What's coming up in your own body? What judgments are you noticing? All of you is welcome here. What emotions are you feeling, if any? Am I just amusing you? Is this interesting? Is it kind of curious to you? Is it maybe a bit agitating, a bit triggering? (sighs) Kelly, what are you saying yes to? I feel like I just asked a million and one questions. Yes, yes, yes. Carla, you're following, you're following. Again, my intention for sharing these stories is to honestly just share and be seen and also maybe to ignite something in you and also perhaps to just let you in because you're part of this community, let you in on why Worthy and Well matters, why the work we do here matters, why you matter as part of this community. Thank you for sharing what's coming up for you. Tyson says, take me to the jungle. Carla says, inspiring. Selena says, plant medicine feels scary and intriguing. It is both. Vanessa's fully invested in the story. Lori, this is resonating with you in a way you didn't expect. I'd be curious if you wanna share more, feel welcome to. Okay, shall I continue? Are we ready for me to keep going? By the way, the doors are open for the Let Your Body Lead facilitator training. The link's in the bio. Um, I'm going to keep on with the story. There's no no urgency, no rush. Vanessa, this is validating your own experience with plant medicine. Kelly, you've been contemplating the idea of so much attempt to healing that at some point it holds a person back. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I kept pulling this card from this deck, this mystical shaman deck, before going on retreat, the soul retrieval card. And the card has a message that says... Um, Stop hovering over wounds you've already mastered. It's time to take the journey back to the Garden of Eden. In other words, go back to your true nature, which is expansion and joy and bliss. Stop digging up old wounds to look at if you've already healed them. And also, what if you don't even have to do a lot of healing and you can just throw the past into the fire and be present? That might be a little grandmother ayahuasca message for you kelly thanks for sharing your curiosity about ayahuasca okay so in my third experience between the second and the third we had a couple days of integration and let me just share like there is medicine in being in community with others the people at this retreat that i was with are among the most brilliant heart-centered spiritually oriented but also like badass in the modern world humans i've ever met and so we all were medicine for each other in our presence. You know, we reflected the gifts of each other back to one another. We, you know, in those synchronistic moments asked just the right questions. So in the two days between the second and third ceremony, I was kind of contemplating like, what is, what is my real intention here? Like, what do I want to be open to in this last ceremony? And, um, you know, we did some shared card pulling, just other beautiful conversations. And, um, you know, at this point in, in my time there, I was like, man, I'm aligned. I am feeling aligned in my life and in my work. Everything I'm doing here in Costa Rica, everything I'm offering to you, and to the world, it's my gifts, my gifts for you. It's aligned. And then I pulled this card that was kind of like, find your compass, you know, you might be a tiny bit off track. And then through conversation with others, this, this uh, truth bomb came through that like, I'm aligned, I'm not off track, but also I can only see what I can see. Like I'm visionary and I'm a big thinker and I'm a big dreamer. So I have big hopes and I can see far and what is is the purpose beyond the purpose? The why beyond the why? What is it that I can't yet see that is also here for me that it's even bigger? If, you know, a couple of my favorite coaches, I'm very discerning about who I let coach me. A couple of my favorite coaches are ones who not just, they don't just see my vision, but they amplify it, expand it, they make it even bigger. And so I started asking those questions, you know, like what don't I see? That is part of this, too. And specifically, this question of like, with gratitude, with heartfelt thanks, can I be open to the clearest purpose in my life, my clearest vision? That's what I took into my last ceremony. Each ceremony, the medicine got stronger. After each ceremony... Um, Our beautiful uh, staff condensed the medicine. And let me just say, uh, our chef for the week, beautiful human, she like sang to the medicine as she stirred it. And I just believe so wholeheartedly that that too is putting that loving energy into it. So it got stronger every time. So in that third sit, I um, went up to receive my cup. And I said to the medicine, Like, you can have my heart. I surrender my heart to you. And I drank it, and it was strong. (laughs) And I went and sat down, and almost immediately I felt this, like, swirling inside. It was like um, an energy was starting to come into my body. My arms started to twitch. And I felt, um, I just remember saying, like, you can have my heart. You can have my body. You can have me. I surrender myself to you. And, um, it took some time to just like feel that swirl, but I definitely knew that I was experiencing the medicine. Unlike the first two times where I was like, I don't really know. I feel totally like myself. I still felt like myself, but I felt like something was shifting within me. And I started to see darkness and I thought I was about to go into a dark place and I was ready for that without judgment. And then it was like she inhabited my body fully and took over my experience and moved my head back and made me start to shift and move in a way that felt good but also like I've never moved that way. Like I was in my body for the very first time. Like imagine a baby that's waking up from being a soul into being in human form in the world, what that must feel like or be like. It was kind of like that. And then things got fun. (laughs) Um, In my face, things got quite fun. A lot of like twitching and sticking out my tongue. And I just kept surrendering. It was like we were there together co-creating an experience for each of us like she was moving my body she wanted to express through my body and she it was almost like ooh, if she had never ever experienced a human body what would that be like and it was like it was a delight for her moving through my body making all these funny faces sticking out my tongue um, exploring the edges of what my body could do. No self-consciousness, Kelly, of what others saw. Others were in their own experiences, whether they were crying or purging. or And also there's music playing the whole time. That's a big part of the journey is the, the shaman's work in creating a sound experience. So there's no self-consciousness. Um, and even if I wasn't in the medicine, I've done enough work on myself that I just don't feel that self-consciousness. Like I will just move my body if I want to because I feel like it in public. Um, yeah, I'm still human. There might be moments where I feel a bit insecure, but, but yeah, that wasn't really there. So um, yeah, it was kind of like, hey, do you want to know what it feels like to like really stick out your tongue? And I would kind of like do this. And then she would be like, and move all over the place. Um, so it was a really fun experience. And we were just playing. I got to experience what it was like to be in my body for the first time. And it was like she got to experience herself through being in a body. and the strong message that came through, you know, in the, in the yogic world, we talk about oneness, like yoga means oneness. Yoga means unity connection with the divine. Uh, I believe I'm, I'm content using the word God to me. God is all that is to me. God is in me. God is in the plants in the trees in the animals in nature, in the sun, in everything in you, in the massive bug I caught and tossed out my door late last night so that it didn't disturb me in my sleep. God is in everything. And I really just got this experience of like, this is why God made humans and bodies. Like God wants to experience itself through us You know, you who are here watching this live video, what if in this moment, what if in this moment you dropped into this perception, experience, embodiment that like, hmm, you are divine. What if you were God? What if you were God and what you see in me is also in you? And we're all just reflecting each other's divinity back to one another. In the yogic culture, we say namaste, which means the light in me sees the light in you. I am divine, you are divine, we are divine, we're made up of the same stuff. And it felt like in the spiritual world, I've never really resonated with this, but in the spiritual world, there are a lot of people, maybe this is you, there are a lot of people who have wanted to escape their bodies, who have wanted to ascend and evolve such that they could be beyond the body, over the body. You know, who needs a body when I can like commune with the heavens, right? And then there are others who are so in the material, so in the practical like, you know, we work, we do this, money, etc., that we forget that we have like a divine essence to us. And so on either end of that spectrum, in my perspective is a lack of integration and a lack of the true sacredness that all of it is divine. All of it is divine. God wants to experience itself through my body. There was one moment where I put my hand up and I was like, hmm, fingers, woo, woo, wow. My fingers are so miraculous. Like, think about that. Think about what your hands do for you. Literally, think about what your hands do for you every single day. Do you see the divinity in your hands? Carla Bai, nice to see you here. Do you see the divinity in your hands? God wants to experience itself through the body. The why, beyond the why, beyond the why. Why it matters to practice embodiment is because it's fun. Sticking out my tongue was fun. Feeling my fingers wiggle was fun. God wants to be in a body because it's fun, because it gets to experience something that the part of God that is not in a body doesn't get to experience. <laughs> I hope this makes sense. I hope it aligns. Um, and so for me, as someone who, whose life's work it is to love the body, it added a whole other perspective. Like, here's why. Embodiment is sacred. We can learn about ourselves and have heightened spiritual experiences by way of the body. The body is not less than the mind. The body is not less than some like ascension process that some spiritual guru teaches. The body, the mundane... The wiggling your fingers for the first time or feeling your tongue or tasting that food or sipping your coffee or hugging your children or having, making love, having a heart to heart with a friend. All of that is part of what it means to experience divinity here on the human plane. Why do we need to take care of the earth? Because the earth offers us a place to be. We wouldn't get to experience all of that. Our tears. There was a moment in my experience where I was like, you know, I can hear some vomiting happening over here. I'm like, you want to puke just for the fun of it? Should we cry? Ooh, want to know what it feels like to urinate as if it's the first time? And I took her, we took each other to the bathroom. You know, like what if you got to experience yourself for five minutes as if your body was a divine, sacred vessel? as if you were experiencing it for the first time. Could you delight in the gift that it means to be, what it means to be here? Maybe it would help us take care of the planet. Maybe it would help us if we had a reverence for discomfort in the body to then also acknowledge that in someone else and hold space for one another in connection rather than that division separation polarization. You know, my favorite moment of that journey was when the guide, shaman, started to sing my favorite Sanskrit mantra. And it was like we stopped everything we were doing and recognized it. And I took a deep breath and I sang in a way that I've never sang before, with perfect pitch, perfect harmonies. It just felt like this gorgeousness came out of me. It was like she unlocked my voice. I can't stop singing now for the fun of it just because. And so I hope through this that you experience a reverence for every little thing in the mundane way. You know, so much of my embodiment journey up until about last summer was about trauma, moving through childhood trauma conditioning, uh, trying to feel free, you know, and I've been talking about like healing and healing on a somatic level. And the wisdom that came through was like delight in the experience of your body. What if we could delight in the experiences of our bodies? What if we could just have fun in our bodies? What if we could be the essence of joy and freedom and play and our true nature of expansion in our bodies every single day until our bodies pass on? What a gift that that would be. Okay. I'm going to start to wrap this up. So I feel like I received the connection that I was looking for. I received the wisdom around my own power, my own essence, my own medicine that I have to offer myself, to offer every single person I meet, to offer you, to offer the clients in my business, to offer others in the world. And in some ways it it just comes down to something so simple is remembering that it's all divine and honoring the divinity and in everything including our bodies if you're someone who feels inspired by this if you're someone who wants to delight in the experience of your own body and from that place of abundance attract your definition of meaningful success, attract greater health through having reverence for the body, attract more wealth because you know what? Money is just another physical thing on this earth that we get to play with. What if it could work for you, you know? What if like being in the body would help you to have deeper relationships and a stronger connection to your unique gifts and your unique offerings in the world? This is what the Let Your Body Lead Facilitator training is about. And it just feels so timely that enrollment is opening up right now. It's been something that we've been developing. I've been working on since I came to Costa Rica. Um, and obviously, long prior, it's been a work in progress this round. But it is something for the smart, ambitious, and spiritually curious person who wants to become an embodied leader, wants to be the leader they know they're meant to be, wants to experience and embody that expansion. If you want to be your full integrated self, live as that person, a whole authentic, delightful being, and fully express your next level purpose, but then also facilitate epic results for your clients and create a core transformational offer that you get paid well for. I'm talking about like, whether you're in your own business or in a corporate career, it's the energy of going from charging, say, $100 an hour for a one-off session to taking all of your genius gifts and your true essence, packaging that up in a transformational experience for your life-giving clients and charging $1,000, $5,000, $10,000 plus for that offer. I believe that people who are doing spiritual work, people who are like doing the deep work, deserve to get paid. So the Let Your Body Lead facilitator training is both equipping you with um, four pillars of the Let Your Body Lead method, embodiment practices, coaching skills, wisdom from ancient traditions, and science. To have a deeply transformational experience for yourself, but also to be equipped with confidently and competently serving others, serving the people on the planet that you're meant to serve. I want to help you play bigger. I want to be that person for you who like, hears your vision. And expands it for you and also holds space for the little parts that are conditioned that maybe have a bit of imposter syndrome, or can I really do that? Like all of you is welcome here, but we're in a moment in time where the world needs you to be yourself. We need more people in the world who are embodying their true nature, that expansion, that love, that delight and the experience of their bodies and are guiding others in a way that inspires and uplifts and creates this connection and love in the world. That's what this is about. So if this feels like something that you're aligned with, oh, Selena, you're a gem. She just popped the link in the comments, but you can also find the link in our bio, letyourbodylead.com slash L-Y-B-L dash training. Enrollment is officially open. It will be open until March 31st. And if you choose to join us in the next couple of days, so until Friday, March 3rd, I have two extra bonuses. One of them is a one-on-one strategy session with me, which is worth $2,500 to help you when you get to the point of like creating your core transformational offer, pricing it and learning how to sell it. So if you want my eyes on that and my direct coaching on how you can do that, how you can bring your multifaceted gifts together in service to your life-giving clients, That is one of the bonuses that expires on Friday. The second bonus is called Abundance and Your Body Group Workshop. So it's really about how we can train our nervous systems to receive more of anything, but specifically money. You know, a big message from that ayahuasca journey was like, money is here to play with. It's just part of the physical realm, just like these bodies are here, part of the physical realm to be played with. You know, what if it could work for you? What if we didn't have to have all this dense energy around money as spiritual people and we could actually like use it in the way that in a way that created more love in the world? I don't know about you, but almost everything I make goes back into investing in my service to the world. If you're like me, you should be making millions because I know that you're going to invest that back into your service in the world or whatever you want or delighting in the experience of your body. Maybe you want to buy some nice new clothes or get a haircut I'm actually going for a haircut right after this. I'd love for you to join us if it's something that is calling to you. The link is in the bio. Are there any other questions that are coming up around embodiment, around the Let Your Body Lead Facilitator training, around the ayahuasca experience or the retreat that I was just on? Selena, you're such a gem. Selena was part of our first round of the Let Your Body Lead Facilitator training. And so she's opening up her DMs for those who wanna chat about it. She's an alumni. Um, Regardless of whether or not you choose to join us, I hope that you delight in the experience of being in a body. I hope that you see your sacredness. I hope that you experience yourself as God. And even if just for today, walk around through the world as if you are divine, not broken, not unworthy, not an imposter, but rather divine. And then can you take it a step further and with every person you meet, every person you see, every engagement you have, every interaction with nature or animals, can you see, like see the divinity in them too? and honor people as if they're divine. Okay. We're coming up on an hour here. I'm going to wrap up. I'll take maybe one more minute. If there are any questions or comments that are coming into the chat, now's your chance before we wrap this up. So much more to come. I'm so excited to co-create with the incredible individuals that were at this retreat I was at. Um, really talented humans, brilliant humans who are doing their sacred work. You're so welcome. If there are no other questions, you're so welcome, Lori. It's my pleasure to share. Feel free to ask any questions that you might have afterward. I legit am going to chop all my hair off like in 30 minutes. So wish me luck. Uh, a lovely man named Lewis is gonna give me a little a little chop-chop. And I'm pumped about that. You're so welcome, Megan. Okay, my dears, thank you so much. The doors for the Light Your Body Lead Facilitator training are now open, they're open till March 31st. It would be my honor to guide you within that program. Let's delight in the experiences of having bodies and help other people become more embodied so that we can create more love in the world. All right, that's all for today. So much love. I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. As always, we so appreciate your five-star ratings and reviews on whatever app you tune into the podcast from, Apple, Spotify, et cetera, really helps us get our messages out to more people, to serve more people, to help on this mission to creating more love in the world. So thank you in advance for your rating and review. And again, if you're curious about the Let Your Body Lead facilitator training, the show notes have the link, letyourbodylead.com forward slash L-Y-B-L dash training. And I and our team, we are so happy to answer any questions that you might have and to support you in your decision. So don't ever hesitate to reach out. You can always email info at worthyandwell.com or direct message us at Worthy and Well on Instagram. Thank you so much again for tuning in, and I just can't wait to chat with you soon. Take good care.